0: Good evening from Vernon, British Columbia. It's uh, April the 17th at approximately 6 p.m. It's been a nice sunny day and spring. I think spring is here, that's for sure. And that's a good thing, too. I love spring. I love the idea of spring. The only problem I have is this should be the new year. It shouldn't be just spring. Our new year should be starting about like this, the 10th, 12th of April or something. You realize that that was the old Hebrew way or God's calendar. The day ended at 6 p.m. at night. And according to our clock, it was 6 p.m. And a new day started. As soon as it ended, a new day started. So the new day started as soon as it, you know, got dark. That was night. And the morning and the evening were the next day. Well, huh, that's what it is, the morning and the evening. They've also said that uh, God, uh, uh, God's year started in the month of Abib, which I think is April, and around April the 10th, 12th or something like that, and that made sense to me, too, because, I mean, that is a new year, a new start. I mean, the winter is over, it's thawed out, and it's starting all over again. That's, that's, and it's not the way we have it, January the 1st, you know, 25, 20 below somewhere in a snow drift in Saskatchewan. I mean, what is time to have a new year. But that's what it is. And I believe too that God's year was 360 days and then they did something to, every so many years they did something, but I don't know what that was. But the thing is, all those things are just, you know, they're not, uh, they're not looked after anymore. I mean, they're, I guess they figure they're old-fashioned, but somebody changed them to the uh, Gregorian calendar and, I forget what else happened, but now they don't want to change anything. <clears throat> the uh, The thing is, if you're you know eighteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five years old or something, you know you're 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 living in a in a time and whatever where you know things have always been this way and it's you know no big deal and you know this is the way we do it now and so and so and so. If you're my age, you know, getting close to 90 and have lived for since uh, 1934, you know, you, you can't imagine, it's hard for me to explain to you how different this last, say, uh, 15, 15, 10, 15 years have been. And it's the start of a, a new generation that is just totally different. Because when I grew up, things had been the same for a long time and they hadn't changed and, you know, things went on. And uh, it went on for quite a long time. You know, a funny thing about it, I remember that you you would know how much a, a, a scoop shovel cost at the hardware store from one fall to the next. It didn't change and uh, you know the price of things didn't change that much they changed maybe a little bit but it didn't really change like it did later where it jumped right up 1972 I think was when things really jumped up or when Trudeau put us on the uh, metric system but <clears throat> the way it's changed now and the thing about it is from my perspective, which is different than yours, there's no doubt about it. To me, this is there is such signs of, you know, very actually scary signs for this world and the people in this world. Much, much more than it was when I was, say, 30 years old or whatever. Way different. I mean, people... Now, live under uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's fear, but I guess it's kind of fear or something. Low-level fear, and they uh, do things different. The, uh, they, you know the morality of the world is no doubt gone downhill. You can say what you like. If you didn't live when the morality was a certain way, and you don't believe that because you think, oh, no, it's been like this for a long time. Hasn't been for a long time at all. Not even one generation hasn't been. It's been in this last generation, you know, a generation is supposed to be, what, 33 to 40 years or something? And, uh, you know, I I just really wonder when the basically it's going to hit the fan because all these programs and stuff going on spending money you know that they don't have borrowing money and when that comes to an end and it will come to an end you can't you cannot do that forever i don't care if you print your own money and say it's no good and you print new money whatever but it's not going to it's not going to end well and when that happens it's going to be you know, a wild deal because people who have, have been on government spending programs of every kind that they have now, you know, a couple of min, uh, millions here, millions there, 200 million here. Two, they just give the, the Indians an, another big chunk of land that they said they were promised, and I don't agree, disagree with that. But then they they gave them a loss of, I guess, be, loss of... Uh, Opportunity money, 200 million. Well, you know, I never do find out of where this money goes or who gets it. You know, it's, it's the Indians, the government that pays the Indians, it's like a hush money deal. Nobody's supposed to know. And I, I think that's totally wrong. They're giving away my money, your money, and they don't want you to ask any questions. It's not their money. They can give it away all they want. And they give it away for, for political purposes. Your money for political purposes. That's what's happening all the time. And uh, the more social programs they do, they think they're sucking people in. And uh, that's the way our politics works. It's just terrible. The one who gets elected is the one who promises the most of your money. And that goes on and on and each each election. It has to get higher and more. So you can see where it's going to end up. It's going to end up in a collapse, some kind, because we don't have that big a population. It's sad that we got the second largest landmass nation on the planet, and we have we don't have all that terribly many people. But I mean, I don't know if we're running it right. Uh, Right now, the government has gone, uh, you know, basically left-wing. I don't know what kind of philosophy they have about that, but they don't want to sell their own natural resources. And, uh, you know, I, I don't understand that. That's crazy. And that's because they think they can borrow money forever and keep raising taxes forever. Well, I don't think that's going to work. You know, I, I honestly think this country in Canada is, is a very it's a great country because it's rich in things that are rich, like land rich. I remember I grew up in Alberta and moved here went to BC when I was thirty eight years old. And I worked on the farm and I'm born on the farm and all that. And when I met, I didn't pay attention to because it was not no novelty to me. I mean, I thought it, it, the whole world was like we were. But I found out we're not. It's not at all. A lot of the world is nothing but rocks and sand and, you know, high desert and nothing grows at all and too cold. And if it's too either too cold or too hot. And when I think of the three feet of black dirt we used to have on our farm where we were at. You know, just black dirt like you couldn't, wouldn't believe. And it would grow practically anything. I went back out to where I was born and to the farm and here about five, five, eight years ago. And I was out in June and I was driving down the same old road that I drove on like thousands of times. And there was fields along these roads all the time. And these fields always had, you know, these crops about three, four feet high in June, they were you know, up getting starting uh, the grain was starting to form and whatever. And I paid attention when I was out this last time and I looked at I looked at the same road I was on. I looked at the same farms that I'd watched and seen these crops on all my life, and I drove by and I realized that this was now close to 60 years since I paid attention to this. Those same fields were growing the same kind of crop every single year for 60 years, and they just looked as good as when I looked at them 60 years ago driving along in June. Now, you talk about wealth coming from the land. if you can't beat it. I mean, that is such a deal. I mean, I've read or heard that all wealth comes from the land. And for some reason, the white race ended up getting the best land on the planet. Canada, United States, Western Europe, Australia, South Africa—the very best land. The United States and Canada have the biggest bunch of best land there is on the planet, and that was a promise that God made, I guess. But it—it it turned out. I mean, I never thought of it at the time. All these things I never thought of growing up or living in a, in a farming community type thing. You know, it was a good life. I mean, you couldn't beat it. It it was good. And every it was kind of funny. It, we, we lived on this farm, and that was our business. It was a business model. Every single cent, dime, uh, money, or anything, livelihood, came off that land. Everything. Now you talk about a, and I mean we were just one a little little farm, about a half section. It wasn't too was small, but uh, you know, thousands and thousands, just in Alberta, all running a little business. You had it had to be profitable so you could make a living and buy a car and buy a tractor. And do this and build buildings and <clears throat> whatever. You know, I, I think back now that I, I do reminisce quite a bit <clears throat> about uh, how life was and what went on day by day. And like I've said before, there was not one day the same as the other. <clears throat> Every day was different. <clears throat> But they were all, in my view, they were good days. Not There uh, wasn't that many wrong or bad days. So I'm grateful for that. I thank God for that. I thank my family for that. And, uh, you know, I'm glad I was born when I was born. That is for sure. I was 15, uh, 16 years old in 1950, and I had my own 1931 Chevy. How do you like that? I had it made, man. Ha! Yeah, I've had a lot of good things happen to me in my life and also a lot of not-so-good things. But anyway, this is coming up to I don't know how many minutes now. But anyway, we're going to call it good. And uh, maybe we'll talk to you again soon. If you feel like subscribing, I would appreciate it very much. Thank you very much.